Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 9.30, the morning worship service at 10.30. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. It's good to be with you this morning. We thank the Lord for uh, just a little bit chilly out there, but not that bad. But anyway, thank God for this day. Amen. Uh, we're going to go in a direction of uh, working out your salvation. We'll do it that way, okay? Uh, we'll read out of the Philippians, the second chapter, verse 12 through 13. We'll go that direction, okay? Glad that you're listening this morning. We thank God for each and every one of you. You know, just hang in there. If you're serving God, things are seemingly getting difficult all the time, but, you know, the greater one lives within you. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. And that's Satan is in the world, but we are the great ones. Amen. We're going to read that. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but not much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I kind of like that. It's God that works within you if you allow him to do what he wants to do. Um, there is a scripture that says, Romans, the 12th chapter, kind of thinking of over my mind, it says, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. So that's your duty. That's your obligation. That's what you're to do. So uh, I'll just add that one too here. But Paul, he was in prison uh, when he was uh, actually inspired by the Holy Spirit to write this. He was not sure that he could come out and uh, with his life, possibly he seemed like he was uh, possibly end up with death. But he was very careful in hearing and writing what the Holy Spirit was saying unto him. So what does it mean to work out your own salvation? Well, number one, I believe the word work out uh, means to work on. Uh, to finish, to complete, uh, to perfection. Um, and that's our responsibility. The point is, do not go halfway into salvation. The point is, uh, I guess you could say, God has saved us or saved that person uh, now that that person is to get busy obeying God. And your responsibility Otherwise, we go back to that one scripture said, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. So it begins to start with you. He is not, um, I, I don't know exactly how to put this, he is not to take a hold of your new life and work till God um, takes him home. We are to work on it. Note, here's something here to think about. Uh, the words fear and trembling is um, 
Life is not going to be a bed of roses. I'm going to say that. Now I'm going to say that again. Life is not going to be a bed of roses. It is full of trials, pain, hurt, tragedy. You say, well, why don't God take care of No. We are put on this earth to live for him and to do our best, even though we go through the hurts, the tragedies, the the disease and, and the accidents and uh, the loss and the temptations and the sin and evil and the corruption of death. We have to go through that. And when we read over in second, in uh, Philippians, the second chapter, verse 12, it puts it this way, fear and trembling because of trials and temptations. Otherwise, the world and temptations are strong. Uh, 40, I want to say this, 40% of ministers have got caught up in pornography on the Internet. No telling how many Christians, you think about that, 40% of ministers have got caught up in pornography. Now, I want to say this, there's no way that they can make it in, no way that they're going to heaven. They are condemned uh, unless somewhere along the light they turn their life back to God. They are condemned for everlasting hell. How many Christians, how many other Christians are caught up in pornography? We must not trust ourselves to put our full trust in, in, in the Lord. You think about it now. That's your responsibility. It says, with fear and trembling, lest we disappoint God. In Ecclesiastics, the, 13, or the 12th chapter, verse 13 says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Now, I'm going to say that again. Ecclesiastes, no, somebody's writing this down. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. Keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Philippians, the um, second chapter, we go back again. It says, do all things without grumbling and faithfully and complaining. You, you, you get in there and begin to do what God wants you to do. And then we go Proverbs, the 8th chapter, verse 6 through 8. It says here, All the words of my mouth are righteous, right and right standing with God. You know, we are to be what God wants us to be. Jeremiah had a fearful mouth in Jeremiah, the first chapter, verses 4 through 10. We're not going to read this morning, but uh, he had a fearful mouth. He said, I cannot speak. I am a child. When God is to do something, we should never say, I can't do it. We, we need to say about ourselves what God says about us. What does God say about thee? You are a chosen generation. You belong to him if you put your life in his hand. Okay, in order to work out our salvation, we must get our mouth saved. Wow. 
in order to in order to work out our salvation, we must get our mouth saved. James, the third chapter, verse eleven. I don't know where we're at, and we're not. Eleventh chapter, verse uh, the third chapter, verse eleven. It says, "Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive ber- berries, either a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh." And there's another scripture goes on with that. It says, "Behold, we put you got that one too." Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Wow. I like that, don't you? Otherwise, believers are to work out their salvation by working at it. You know, it's work. Paul said, Paul said he, he reaches out uh, to do the will of God. Paul was a, uh, at one time before he turned his life over to God, before God appeared to him on the road to Damascus. Paul was a sinner and he crucified different Christians, and he finally, God woke him up. So, you know, so believers are to work out their salvation by working at it, not murmuring and not disputing or arguing. The word murmuring actually means to mutter or to murmur, to grumble, or to complain. Uh, It means uh, 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 the... um, I guess you could say uh, it doesn't mean that you're going <laughs> to, I'll put it this way, that you just soft speak behind somebody's back so they can't understand him. That's murmuring. It is, it is uh, the kind of criticism and dissatisfaction and fault-finding and gossip that goes on within small groups um, and, and it's disgusting. It says, get rid of that. Get that out of your heart. All things are to be done without murmuring. That's the word of God again. God says in murmuring um, that murmuring's not allowed in the body. Murmurings and disputings uh, are never of God. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have people every once in a while to go to tell me something. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't listen to anything that's off-collar. I don't listen to any anything people telling me about somebody or gossiping. I don't go for that. That's up to us. We have that choice. The person who murmurs or disputes is not working out of salvation. I guess the result is using the tongue in this area is very, very deadly. Now, here we, here we go. Using this tongue in that area is very, very deadly. deadly. Murmuring hurts, it damages, it divides, it tears down. It says, look at me, uh, elevate uh, my selfish opinions, oppose the, God, uh, the will of God, uh, it just goes on. It, it, it's disgusting. First Corinthians, the third chapter, verse 3 says, For ye are not yet carnal, for as there is among you envy and strife and divisions are not carnal, 
and walk as men. Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 20. It goes on. Let's one, hit one more verse of scripture there. We, we're getting it right now. Second Corinthians 12, 20. And we're going to read that one there in just a moment. So we need to be careful with our mouth. Amen. You have control over that. That's your privilege God has given you. Uh, Paul was a, uh, a, a dedicated man. He loved God. And he says, uh, I crucify the flesh. Nevertheless, I live, yet it's Christ that liveth in me, and I live by the will of God. Otherwise, he puts his life in God's hand, and God leads and directs him. Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 20. It says, For I fear, lest when I come, I shall not find you such as I would, and that I shall be found none to you such as you would not, lest there be debates, envyings, wraths, strifes, backbiters, backbiting, whispering, swelling, and tumults. And lest when I come again, my God will humble me among you, and I shall be well many which have sinned already and have not repented for the uncleanness and the fornication and lavishness which they have committed. Otherwise, we get rid. And how do you do that? You say, Pastor, how do I do that? You turn your life over to God and let God lead and direct you. Say, you know, I don't think anybody out there wants to end up in the devil's hell. I don't think there's anybody. But there's going to be a lot of people that's going to end up in the devil's hell because they are not listening to the Word of God. It's your choice. Paul made the... the uh, uh, word of God, he says, choose this day whom thou shalt uh, serve. It's up to you. You have a choice. So it's your choice. You, you, if, if you would end up in a devil's hell, you can't say, well, I've never been told. It's up to you. It's up to you. If you have not turned your life over to God, then that's your responsibility. So I pray Right now, Heavenly Father, we're going to close here. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, in the name that is above every name, that name is Jesus. That name is the one that's going to take us out of this world. One day, Lord, there's a rapture going to take place. I mean, we're going to leave this world. People's going to say, where are those loved ones? Because they went home to be with God. And they're, they're going to live an eternal life forever and ever and ever with the Lord. Amen. And, and God's going to set up his kingdom on the face of this earth. I guarantee it. And so I ask you, Lord, to guide these lives, for we don't want any of them to end up in a devil's hell. That's their choice right now, Father. Impre impress on their hearts and their, their minds, Lord, that they need to turn their life over to God right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we give you the praise. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your guidance. And God, Lord, if there's some mouth out there has not been sanctified, sanctify that mouth right now in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.
You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.